Throughout my career, I've been selling a lot to the executive suite and I've been trying everything that exists, sometimes with big success, sometimes with horrible failures. So I thought, let's flip it around. Let's get an executive, a true executive in our show and asking some hard questions how we could technically sell to you. So, Rudy, thanks for joining the show. Maybe explain very quickly what you do. Oh, what I do. I am the CIO of KBC, Financial Institute. So, meaning that I'm uh, leading the, the IT department. CIO stands for career is over. Because career if is over. If you're yeah. a manager of IT. I, I know the his secret. I think it's the hair. No? Just it, admit it. Yeah. <laughs> I so, love her. So, let me, let, me, let me grill you a bit here. So, so, Rudy, how do I get your attention? Well, first of all, being normal. Uh, yeah. what, what stressed me is a lot is people who look at me as the executive. I, uh, and, they, uh, and maybe I don't look like an executive. Yeah. So even then treating me like an executive is, is an, an unnatural behavior. Yeah. But anyway, treat me like I'm a normal person and mm -hmm. try to get my attention with real stuff, not with selling tech stuff or with, with yeah, being a natural. Uh, Typically what I see is very technology-driven comments yeah. because you deal with a lot of technology. They'll, they'll go very quickly into features and all yeah. of that. You, you, you say, no, hang on, I, you need a bit more strategic, more visionary, or, or sure. yeah. how do you cope well, with that? What, what do you... I have a, a big team yeah. full of specialists, a lot of nerds in a positive way, <laughs> but uh, like they, they like the techie things. Yeah. And if they start technical discussions with me, I have to pass because I don't, I don't have the knowledge to go in that technical yeah. deed. And, and it's a little bit like Apple, eh? how Apple became big. It's, it's about the why, it's not about the what. And then, mm -hmm. so, I think a lot of, of salesmen come in with a technical speech or with, with a, a P&L speech or whatever, and there are 13 of that in a dozen. Uh, when, when could I get your trust? Because you meet somebody, you clearly you think, mm, that has something. When mm. do you think, ah, maybe we want to work together? But to be honest, it's, it's a people business. Eh? Yeah. So if it clicks, it works. And yeah. then your next question will be, when will yeah, it yeah, click? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to write the manual. <laughs> And I think it has to do with uh, starting, like I said, starting in a normal way, mm -hmm. starting like you meet somebody who is not an executive. What would you tell to him? Uh, asking about how the weekend was, what are your hobbies How's with your children? This is, this is for me a more natural way in starting a discussion and starting mm -hmm. a relationship. Because then I see he's interested in me as a person and not in me as a manager. Yeah. So That's I think the click comes with, with how they really behave. If they come in dressed up in costumes, with a booklet full of technical details talking with Sir Peters. Yeah, yeah. They lost me. Yeah, yeah. But you're a bit rock and roll. You're a bit special on this. And maybe thing, this yeah? is indeed so. Maybe some managers like to have this kind yeah. of approach. That's maybe also a difficult one for salespeople. Eh? Yeah. Try to be situational. Like you have to be a situational leader. You have to be a situational salesman. Uh, I agree. What's the thing that annoys you like the most? We really think like, oh God, again. It's people who start talking without you can even say them stop. <laughs> oh, they just run along. They just run along. Yeah. Or males, uh, more than three scroll downs. To be honest, I would like to have Short. maximum one scroll down. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't start reading it anymore. I actually advise people two, three sentences. Yes, that should be even better. That yeah. should be even better. And maybe a link. Yeah? So how many males do you, do, you, do you get in? On average, uh, 200 a day. 200 a day. So let this be a lesson. Subject line, majorly important. If you can get through, to keep it short and sweet. I mean, yeah, it's true. very clear, right? So what else? If I think about uh, 
procurement. I mean, one of the things that, that frustrates most sales and most technology companies, if we go there, is like the, the, you guys make a decision and then it goes to procurement and this endless debate with procurement. What's your view on that from a company point of view? Procurement is needed, but can you bypass them or how do you, I mean, I know I'm asking yeah. all the secrets now, but. <laughs> no, there's not a secret. And, and I think it's working in every company like that. Uh, first of all, you need to have with your request for proposals or request for information, you have the features, you have the functionalities, and there is something you are in the lead. Mm -hmm. Once this is chosen, you have a short list of vendors, then I don't have any problem having procurement in the lead. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that I all, always warn them is, I want to that you look at end to end because if you just do uh, a bargaining on the on the deal Poor itself, assessment not on, on the, the services or the support afterwards, you get screwed anyway. Yeah. So you should look at it end to end, and then I don't have any any problems doing that. Sometimes we we bypass procurement, but that's mm -hmm. then because for some purposes, for some domains, we work with partnerships. Yeah. And when you work with a partner then you don't do always procurement. I will not also not say I will do never procurement. Yeah, because yeah, also yeah. your partner, keep you have to keep charge. Yeah. yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's, I think that's, that's normal. Yeah. But I think uh, we have a good relationship with procurement, so that, that works well. The, and you know what? The, Why procurement is such a success? Because all the vendors start misbehaving. They start with too high price because they know there will be somebody afterwards with procurement trying to drill them yeah. down. But hang on, imagine I'll, I'll, I'll like normal. Yeah. I'll try to sell something yeah. to you and I have a normal price. I know procurement is going to grill me anyway. Yeah, that's but not if, ideal. Is, eh? is this not... your best price? Is this your best price? No, for because me? I know I know it's going to be procurement. If I would tell you this is my best price, you're going to think, no, 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 Michael will have put something extra for procurement, even if I'm really honest. But, but I'm not a sales guy, yeah. eh? so I will, I will okay. grill you now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if this is your best price, yeah. and you wouldn't want to have KBC as a customer, yeah. so this is your best price, why should you go down if procurement comes up? And if this is your best price, yeah. isn't it then better than your competitors? And if it is the, the competitor's price is going way below, are you still wanted to sell that product to us? Clearly. So. It is okay to say no. At a certain stage, I just got to block yeah. it off and say, forget it. To be honest, uh, and I've had some experiences with companies who say no, they trigger me. They trigger you, They yeah. really trigger me. That's something me. I say, let's, let's, let's quickly jump into startups, for instance, because yeah. it's always tough for a startup because then, let's imagine your type of company, KBC comes along and they all want to sell to KBC. And then I see this, I'm, as a sales coach, I'm really upset sometimes because I think, the company would squeeze them. I said, you're not asking enough and they'll pull down their pants. And I always get very frustrated in, in mm -hmm. there. Okay, so I want to know your opinion. What, what? But as you probably know, KBC is very involved in the startup yeah. uh, area. And, and, and uh, so to be honest, I have a little bit of respect for startups. Mm -hmm. To be honest, I'm sometimes even jealous on startups. <laughs> <laughs> so at least me as a person, I cannot talk for other uh, colleagues, but I will never squeeze them. Uh, yeah. And to be honest, they also get easier access, but not with technology story. Let that be very yeah. clear. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I agree. So let's jump to innovation for a second. Mm -hmm. The way you guys deal with innovation, because I think innovation should be looked differently because it's like true experiments. You don't know if it's going to work and you, mm -hmm. how, how do you, how do you look to innovation and buying innovation? And what's, what's how how the... many days do you have? Oh, well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, another 10 minutes. No. I think, um, we are still learning an innovation and I dare to say that we're also damn good in innovation. Yeah. And, and uh, one of the things that we have, and there's a difference compared to other, for sure, financial institutes, because in other sectors probably this is more going on, is we have an R&D budget, research mm -hmm. and development budget. So part of the budget 
is for the day after tomorrow, where we don't need business cases, where we don't need to go to the governance process like there is in, in the normal way of working. Uh, and, and then you can experiment a little bit more and faster. We have an innovation board where everybody can come to pitch. Mm -hmm. We work in different stages, very short periods. First you do an ID phase, like then you sprints, do the pilot, uh, yeah. box, and so on. And even sometimes we put them in a startup environment, like KBC started. Yeah. Uh, we call it like, uh, the, the entrepreneurship startup. So yeah. even if they are willing, we facilitate them to start up their own company. Mm -hmm. Until now, not that much big successes in, in that area. But a lot of people uh, went to startups, for example, to do a project, uh, an innovation project. But also, I even put IT projects in startups. And I tell them, you don't have a product budget anymore. You <laughs> have seed be... capital. It's you like don't a have a steering startup. committee anymore. If you want me in an advisory board, feel free yeah. and just go there. And in three months time, I want you to come back with a proof of concept. Show me. And Prove test me. it with design thinking with a customer. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's very interesting. And sometimes it stops because there is no sustainable or viable result out of it. Mm -hmm. But anyway, being there for three months, they are spoiled and I like them. <laughs> because they start questioning everything when they come back. So the only way to get outside in is to get people also sometimes outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. push them out. One of the questions that keeps coming back to me, and that's something that frustrates a lot of, a lot of salespeople, is they try to sell a license. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go deep now. They try to sell a license, and then the company, typically Telco, for instance, mm -hmm. would say, no, I'm not going to buy a license. I'm not going to pay uh, every month or every year my fee. I'm gonna buy it in one go yeah. and forget it. And I see a lot of companies struggling with that because yeah. the tendency now is to do recurring, yeah. monthly, yearly, SaaS kind of business. What's your opinion on that? Does it matter or, or it is matter. it pure procurement thing? No, no it, matters, it matters a big deal. Uh, and, and we have had some discussions that I was involved personally also because as a startup, you have to make up your mind. Mm -hmm. eh? Do you want to be a software company selling a license or do you want to be a company earning money out of the business of somebody else and getting yeah. fee out of incomes. Yeah. The last one, I don't like so much because it's my business and I want mm -hmm. to own my business. I want to grow my business. I don't want to be dependent on somebody else. I don't want to be dependent, my success, dependent on somebody else, fees, yeah. whatever. So I prefer more license and software contracts than another kind of business. But sometimes, and there was a, it was a nice, nice story even, there was a startup coming doing a, a proposal where they want not to sell a license, but they want to have a fee on my earnings. Yeah, typical revenue sharing. Revenue almost. sharing. Yeah. And I didn't nope. like it because it was for a huge population. It was, it was strategic for us. So mm -hmm. I said, uh, no, I only want to work with a software license. And that was, for example, a company said, no, not interested. So I, they triggered me. Impressive. I, I went to, uh, afterwards, after the, the negotiation, I went to, let's have a coffee. Tell me a little bit more about that. Then you, you bought? No, we haven't bought it. But what, <laughs> you know what was disappointed? It was yeah. their shareholder who said no. Yeah, he pushed. Yeah, yeah. That's, but that's typical startup scale-ups yeah, where you get yeah. that. Type so of be careful. If you are a startup and you ask equity capital and you get shareholders aboard, that you're aligned in strategy how you want to do the business and how you yeah, want to earn yeah, your yeah. income. Because if there is but a disappointment... The reason why they want that is because the equity value... I mean, I get why they want yeah, it. Yeah, especially if you have business angels or equity partners. Yeah. If it is not a strategic partner... Yeah. That's why you see the SaaS model priming yeah. so much because yeah. it's uh, equity sure. value booms. Sure. Uh, and there are a lot of advantages in the SaaS model. You pay as you go. Eh? If it yeah, is not a success, you, don't, you pay less. Yeah, it's but like it's cloud, eh? easier to switch depending on what type of, yeah, uh, yeah. that's the danger. So any famous final words for the sales out there? Okay, can I have two famous words? Yeah, yeah, sure. One for the sales yeah. and one for the executives? Oh, 
perfect. Yeah. One for the sales, behave natural. Treat yeah. me as a human being. Treat me like I'm Rudy Peters and not the CEO of uh, KBC Bank. Mm -hmm. For the salespeople, be careful on your behavior because once you're not executive anymore and you close the door, you're not so important anymore. So <laughs> always remember that you're just a normal being like all the others. Just remember that the sales guys in front of you has as much respect that should, you should have for them. Thanks for joining the show, Rudy. Welcome. It's a pleasure having you. And the key lesson is it's hard not to be you, so be you. <laughs>